Hi, this is Jonathan Tiersten from The Perfect House and Sleepaway Camp, and you are listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Hey, Real Nerds listeners, your favorite host Ryan here to remind you that social media is great. How great is it? There's many ways you can find The Real Nerds on social media. You can download us on iTunes. You can listen to us streaming on Stitcher Radio. You can call us 720-6NERDS5. Oh man, our website is so cool. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You want to leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, realnerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it, at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much, and hey, enjoy the show. Officially, the official podcast at Denver Comic Con 2015 that just announced Christopher Lloyd coming to Denver Comic Con. Great Scott! Um, and we are officially the official podcast of Jean Claude Van Damme's Damn Van premiering in Colorado Springs at Galaxy Fest, March 1st, 4 30 p.m. Now, Come on down. That's included if you just go to Galaxy Fest. Like, you don't have to get like another ticket, right? No, no. It's just part of their regular programming. Cool. Yeah. So now you get to get Southern Colorado, get them involved with That's right. it. And it's funny, I was on um, bloodydisgusting.com. It's like a horror website. And they had Jean-Claude Van Damme making the movie. And they had this one dude who put that stuff and had Jean-Claude Van Damme like green screen like you did. And it was horrible. <laughs> so you should, uh, I don't know why they had it on there. You should. Submit yours to them and say this is what it should look like. This is how you do it. Yeah, this is how you do it. How'd your how'd your screening go at Alamo? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, we had a hundred and thirteen people show up. Wow! And um, so sold it out, huh? Well, one hundred thirty-two would be sold out, but no, close, dude. That's standing room only. <laughs> um, we uh, we're supposed to have this skit, and then the in the night before it didn't materialize. Mm-hmm. So at the last minute, I was uh, throwing together, creating the uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme trivia game. Yeah. And uh, it was weird. Like um, We were giving away like prizes, and then we did the game, and Mike couldn't get anyone to come down for like the longest time. <laughs> and like I jumped on the mic saying, you know, no one wants any free stuff? Come on. Because, like, yeah, I don't know why people thought Jean-Claude Van Damme trivia would be so hard. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then... um. We showed a uh, Real Nerds episode five, and that probably went films. over like super well. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it, I, I think so. Actually, no one really talked about the shorts. It was all about the well, Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Like, why would they talk about the shorts? Someone bought the DVD though. Really? Yeah. Nice. Real Nerds. Yeah. So hey, we we made an impression on somebody. Yeah, somebody was like, oh, I, I want to watch more of this, and then I didn't tell them it's free online. But <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them that, Brad. We have to sell product. Um, uh, yeah. It was uh, James was there. Yeah. You know, I actually had an, uh, I just lost my train of thought, but no, that's good. You know, it's, I, I watched your PSA with, uh, Riza with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Risa, whatever. Not the Riza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is, never mind. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it was funny. I, I just love his, no. I don't know no. why. Uh, um. What else? Yeah, I was hoping James would be here this week to talk about, because this is the first time he saw the movie. Yeah, he's uh, out of town. 
for his job. Yep. And next week he's not going to remember that he went, and then I'll never know. Yeah, oh, I'm sure he'll. We'll talk about it. We can make another. Uh, what do you call it? Special section for Jean Claude Van Damme's damn band. Absolutely. And so the f- March first is that m- a Sunday? It's a Sunday. Yeah. Might have to head down there. Yeah, it's just an hour away. Yeah. Just take my kid. I'm sure. Actually, I'm sure my mom will watch my kid. <laughs> it's funny when you have a child, your mother wants to be involved constantly. Oh, I know. <laughs> you say, okay. My uh, your si- you, yeah, your sister and brother. Yeah. You know, it's they're always down to babysit. Yeah. It's yeah. it's cute. There could be worse things in the world. My brother just moved to Seattle. Yeah, I saw my him. parents are going through withdrawal. Are they really? Because yeah, that grandkid's not just down the road anymore. Yeah, and it's hard too because your sister's so independent that. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's in the same state, but it's still like six yeah. hours away. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, you know, keep on promoting it out there. Eventually, um, maybe it'll catch on, and you know, you'll be like. Hey guys, this is my last Real Nerds episode, and we'll say why and say I'm going Hollywood, bitches. I don't need this fucking show anymore. Yeah, I, I, I got Jean Claude Van. It's I, I, I'm sorry, my own podcast with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> it's called Damn Podcast. I keep on seeing all these Van Damme movies that I swore I've never seen before. Now that you've you know been doing it, like Replicant and uh, oh no, not Replicant. There's like this one that's really recent. No, Replicant's one. Is it? Got okay. Michael Rooker in it. Oh, that's right. There's this one that's really recent. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep on seeing it. Should I buy that? You should watch it. Should He's I? hilarious in it. Um, and it's funny. I was actually f- working out these last two days, and I have uh, I was listening, been listening to our film Explosion 2013, and I didn't get it, but <laughs> the the movie Wrong was one of your favorite films from 2013, and. It's at Tradesmart right now for ten bucks. I, I think I should get it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just the the trailer cracked me up, and then the samurai uh, cop trailer. We need to watch that. Oh, I know. What is uh, she say? Were you circumcised when you were a kid? I don't know why I'm going on these weird things. Just at the commentary session for Jean Claude, we were talking about uh, doing a black dynamite slash samurai cop double feature That'd night. Sweet. So you should come along. Hell yeah. Um, also, Frank is on Netflix. I know you oh, wanted yeah, to check that. that out. Yeah, it's yeah. in my queue. I know I got to get that going. If you're wondering why we're talking about so many movies, it's because every week we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week we saw Hot Tub Time Machine 2, five years after the original, with no John, John Cusack. It's really weird. I was reading a review of it, and they said John Cusack made the first one uh, really good. I, I watched it this week, and I'm like, eh, whatever. He's like the straight guy in it. Yeah. It's, he doesn't really add anything to it. So I don't care about his journey, about him getting stabbed in the eye. And in a way, he's in the new one. He's just not, he's a picture, not a... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much his, his contribution to the first one. Um, before we get started, uh, we have a kind of a new segment where it's called What's uh, Happening at the Alamo. And uh, part two of The Loins on Fire is going to be Dear John, and that's 7.30, February 26th, at the Alamo Draft House, Denver. Um, just make sure that if they, if you guys, if you've saw a walk to remember, make sure you bring your punch card to every one of these Nicholas Sparks films because you get a stamp and every time you get a stamp, uh, it gets you into the fourth one for free. So make sure that you get that going. Cause I, the, I forget the name of, oh, let me look it up real fast. I have it listed here. The new, uh, Nicholas Sparks film is called the longest ride. And, you know, I've never seen him. I don't know anything about Nicholas Sparks. I know women love him, like The Notebook and stuff like that. It's really that 
sentimental crap that I don't think appeals to us. But I read he just separated from his wife. Did he? Maybe that's a walk to remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just uh, so there's some great programming coming up. Um, we'll keep you informed with those because they've been reaching out to us and saying, "Hey, we have stuff that you're." listeners would like and we're saying heck yeah because we like that stuff too i don't know about nicholas sparks but i'm sure <laughs> someone out there loves nicholas sparks so hopefully you'll go to alamo draft house because you get the stamp and every time you go in and what's cool about alamo is just like they had with your movie sometimes they have themed you know entrees or drinks or something so definitely go check out alamo and you get a stamp to get a free movie nothing wrong with that join their victory i think i i was funny i the last time i went the alamo it's hard now because my wife's in school on friday so i can't make it down there the guy brought up my victory account he's like oh wow you have a free movie ticket two free popcorns two free shakes and a free candy he's like which one do you want <laughs> can i get a popcorn and a shake this time and he said yes that's why the alamo was great did is that, is that where you saw hot tub time machine yeah good for you um i went to uh belmar and there was only one other dude in the theater and so i like sat you know really far behind him because he sat he sat where i like to sit you know the first row of the second the first row of the very the big bottom bowl of stadium seating and he had an oxygen tank so it's always like (laughs) 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 i mean it's sad that he has an oxygen tank but it's distracting but anyways we also talk about movie news box office numbers what we've been watching and um so this week we'll start with what we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Brad, what did you watch? Uh, what did I watch? I, I guess there's more Voyager. Yeah. Yeah. Is it getting any better? It doesn't seem like you like it too much. Yeah. I'm, there's some episodes I feel like are just, uh, like re, or next gen episodes that are just kind of rewritten for the new cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just actually thinking about this yesterday and I can't remember it right now, but, um, I did see the episode with the rock in it. Yeah. It's pretty bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. I've, that's the only episode of Voyager I've ever seen and it wasn't good. Yeah. I'm at the point where, uh, I'm just kind of, the episodes are playing in the background and mm-hmm. if I miss stuff, I don't really go back and check. Because it was on the UPN, I think. Mm-hmm. And they probably had some like WWE raw or yeah. I don't know, Friday night thing. <laughs> that's, that's the thing is. I've never been a fan of the Star Trek TV shows. I love the movies, but the TV shows I could never get into. And Voyager just seems like the redheaded stepchild of the Star Trek universe. And just seems like something I could never get into. Hmm. It, I don't know. It's, it's, it's happening at the same time as DS9. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of has the same vibe, but like, I think it's season six of DS9. There's like the big Dominion war going on. And all the episodes were serialized instead of episodic. Mm-hmm. So it was really compelling. Um, but yeah, Voyager's just kind of like coasting on like, here's this idea. Mm. And here's this idea. And I don't know. So it's not it's not like, I, it's not unwatchable to me, but it's just, I don't know. There's nothing really that's sticking with me. Is, that, is, there's, is there four Star Trek series? Uh, Original, Next Gen, DS9, Voyager, and Enterprise. Oh, Enterprise. I forgot there's yeah. Enterprise. I think that's what I'll go, jump on to next. Yeah, is is it something do you have to be a Star Trek fan to like these series? Um or is it something like if I put in Voyager I could find <laughs> entertainment in it? I think uh cuz Voyager's not so 
because you know they're in a different uh, quadrant in the galaxy. I think you know none of the um, next gen characters show up, but I think it's a product of like its peak in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it was more enjoyable when all the other shows were on with gotcha. it, and the movies were happening. So um, yeah, like I'm just I'm riding the wave right now, just out of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, like what did I miss? <laughs> Evidently, not that much. Yeah, huh? and I know how it ends because I watched the finale, you know, over fifteen years ago. So <laughs> it's it's not really news. Did you read about? I just read about the finale of Two and a Half Men because I'd never watched the show, but you know, it's been on for twelve years, and I guess they didn't get Charlie Sheenan to be in it. They got some dude who looks like him from behind, <laughs> and they dropped a piano on him, and then. The creator, Chuck Lorre, looked at the screen and said, winning, and then a piano dropped on him. And like, What wait. is this show? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It has I like, know he hated Charlie Sheen, but... Yeah, I know. I was, re- I was reading a description of it. I said, that doesn't make any sense. It, that... it sounds like a Tim and Eric bit. <laughs> no, but Tim and Eric would made it funny, <laughs> like throwing a baby <laughs> like a shot. Speaking of baby... Anywho, would you watch? That's it? I feel like there was something else, but... I mean, well, I guess Jean-Claude Van Damme. Does that count as watching how many times you've seen that movie? Uh, it's the first time I saw it on a gigantic screen. Yeah? Did it come out well? Yeah. Sound good? Um, I saw it in the... I was in the seat that's farthest left front, so mm. my view was askew, whereas everyone else was probably straight on seeing all but the dead probably, in it. It'd be more important for you know people who haven't seen it to experience it like that than yeah. you, you know? Not to be like a total ass, but <laughs> ah, cool. So I uh, this week I was at Target and they had all four Lethal Weapons for ten bucks on Blu-ray. <laughs> so of course I bought that Blu-ray. Um, I know that cat's gonna die soon, and I, I only watched Lethal Weapon two, but that movie's actually pretty awesome. Um, because it's pretty much an eighties action movie where it's really serious and then all of a sudden there's these really funny bits you know where uh murtaugh's daughter is debuting in a commercial and they all come over rigs and all them come over to watch the commercial and it's a commercial for condoms <laughs> so it's it's really funny and then uh they meet joe pesci is in that one and then joe pesci and murtaugh are in this uh hotel room and that commercial comes on and joe pesci says oh man i love it i love that girl's body it's so hot okay 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 again okay. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mel Gibson can separate a shoulder uh, on purpose so he can get out of um, a straight jacket. And it comes in really handy because he's tied to chains and dropped into the bottom of the sea. And he pops his shoulder out of place so he can wiggle out of the chains and get out. <laughs> it's awesome. And yeah, there's, you know, gratuitous nudity, um, gratuitous violence. Uh, Riggs goes crazy because they kill his girlfriend. It's pretty awesome. In the first one, his wife was killed, right? Uh, his wife died. That's why he was suicidal. Died. Okay. But you never saw how she died. He explains it in uh and He finds a new one. girl. And... Yeah. She's a, a consulate for the South African uh, dignitary. Remember, he has diplomatic immunity. Remember, just like the bad guy in Lethal Weapon 2, I got diplomatic immunity, so hammer you can't sue. Family guy. Uh. <laughs> you can't touch me. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> So yeah, it's like over the top and awesome. So I'll be watching hopefully three and four this week. Uh, I forgot to mention I watched Air Force One last week. Oh. 
because I, I I've been going. Um, I, I went to Second Spin last week, and it was buy one used Blu-ray, get the other one for a dollar for a couple days. So I got like six Blu-rays, and it cost me ten dollars. Nice. <laughs> and Air Force One was one of them, and that movie's awesome. Yeah, it is. Because that's like another '90s '80s slash movie action movie where it's just Harrison Ford kicking people's asses. Don't you wish Harrison Ford was the real president? <laughs> yeah, totally. Because <laughs> then he doesn't... You know, like, uh, it's so funny because I haven't seen the movie in so long and, you know, the plane gets hijacked and they say, oh, there's an escape pod and they go get it. Let's go get the president. And they open it. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's not in there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> where is he? <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. He's like, still on the plane. Like, I don't remember that part. Yeah. And, you know, get, the, get off my plane and he breaks his neck and it's awesome. Yeah. You know, in the special effects aren't that bad for, I think it's from 94, 95, maybe 97, somewhere in that time period. Yeah. Like the special effects aren't that bad. Except for the plane crashing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, a, it's like a CG tech demo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, but I mean, yeah. there's some parts that look pretty good. Um, and how about all, like all the like side characters that are all big actors now? Like, I know. Like what's his name from 24 is... The secret bad guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what, too? How, what movie was I? Uh, fuck. What was his name? I can't he remember. He doesn't make it past yeah. season two, but... <laughs> Speaking of uh, 24 people, I also rewatched Godzilla 1998. And that movie's fucking long. <laughs> I think it's like two and a half hours. <laughs> and the special effects in that movie hold up for the most part. Kind of. And then there's some parts that just look really bad. The movie's really not that good. I was hoping that watching it, it'd be fun again. Um, but Ro- uh, Roland Emmerich does a lot of shots that he did for Independence Day, but now he has like a, a giant lizard destroying the city and where it was cool to, you know, destroy New York. Now it's not as cool to destroy New York anymore. <laughs> the movie's all right. Uh, speaking of 24, Aaron Pierce makes an appearance in that mm-hmm. one and he's a military guy like he is in everything else. Um but yeah, it's, I don't know, the movie just drags on. And it's funny because it started and it had the, like the newsreel opening, like the new Godzilla says, oh wow, they kind of open the same way. But then it cuts to this iguana looking at the screen and it gets radiated. <laughs> oh yeah, this movie's stupid. But hey, Matthew Broderick's in it, I guess. Um, and Hank Azera does a really bad New York accent. And it shows Godzilla's foot stomping a lot. And it's raining all the time. And I think that the rain is so it covers up like the CGI because maybe it's not as good. Mm-hmm. And then the raptors at the end are Godzilla's babies that are really bad animatronics. It's whatever. Maybe maybe I'll watch it again with the commentary in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I also watched Blended, which is the new Adam Sandler movie. Hmm. It's actually pretty funny. It's really cute. I don't know why people hate on it so much. And I think it's it was sold really poorly. Because now it seems like Adam Sandler movies are sold on the juvenile humor. You know, him riding the ostrich or whatever the hell's in the trailer, I remember. But in it, it actually deals with his wife died from cancer, and so he's afraid to let his daughters go. And so it's about him letting his daughters go. And it's it's a kind of a cute little story that they never sold in the trailers at all. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I have seen way worse movies, and I don't know why people hate on I, I I mean, I like Adam Sandler, so it might be a reason why it's not as bad for me, but whatever. Hmm. I don't care. <laughs> but it was interesting. I was watching it, and I, was, I paused it last night, and it actually, the Blu-ray looks freaking amazing. I mean, they took their time to make sure it looked really nice, and 
Um, it might just be now. All Blu-rays look awesome, but it's kind of nice. Uh, and the last thing I watched was Phantom of the Opera, the 1989 starring Robert England. Yeah. Um, in it, he plays the Phantom, and it's it literally is pretty much a straight adaptation from the book, except it's like a slasher movie sprinkled into it. There's parts where the Phantom chops people's heads off, like skins people alive. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, there's some parts that are pretty cool, um, but for the most part, it's pretty forgettable. Uh, Molly Shannon's in it has this lady. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember really standout moments from it, but it's really only when the Phantom's killing people. Uh, the rest of the time, it's. I mean, it's just the, the normal story. It's about a disfigured guy who's in love with the soprano of the opera, and he does anything to get her to love him. And so, that, I mean, that's the story. And then... Would you recommend this one over the 2004 one? The Joel Schumacher one? Yeah, it's more entertaining. Like, where the Joel Schumacher one is, oh, look at how gay this is. It's... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the Schumacher one, I, I don't know. My wife loves that one. But that one's a straight-up musical opera, and... It looks good. So this one's not based on the Broadway. No, it's not based on the Broadway. It's based on the book. Gotcha. So what I, I watched the special features afterwards, and what they did is they went back and they read the book, and they amped up the violence basically. Hmm. So I mean, there's some really cool parts in it. You know, there's one part where the Phantom puts a towel around a guy's head and he twists it so hard that blood pours out of the <laughs> the towel. I mean, that's it's literally Phantom of the Opera. That's a slasher movie. Hmm. And it has, I mean, it has a real um, operatic score in it and everything, so. Does that make your butthole feel good, buddy? My dog is rubbing his ass against the floor. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to watch a Phantom of the Opera that has a slasher in it. And it's weird, the makeup looks like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so, um, Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, and, and it's funny because they even sold it. The I, don't, I have the thing around here somewhere, but it says, Robert England, once he was Freddy. And now he's, and then it has Phantom of the Opera, because uh, they didn't know how to sell the movie. And you could see by how the movie was made, I wouldn't know how to sell it. I wouldn't, Reggie. I wouldn't know how to sell this movie. So yeah, that's what I watched this week. Nothing crazy. Uh, probably Lethal Weapon and Air Force One were my favorite <laughs> things of the week. Um, this is real news. We are an independent international intelligence agency operating at the highest level of discretion. That was the headline the day after I defused a dirty bomb in Paris. Front page news on all these occasions was nonsense. It's the nature of Kingsman that our achievements remain secret. How deep does this fucking thing go? Deep enough. Being a Kingsman has nothing to do with the circumstances of one's birth. If you're prepared to adapt and learn, you can transform. That is sick. Oh, yes. Very, very nice. I'm offering you the opportunity to become a Kingsman. Interested? You think I've got anything to lose? Oh, there's a lot to lose. I guarantee it. Valentine's a threat which affects us all. Mankind is a virus. Mass genocide? I like it. You are completely crazy. I look like I give a fuck. Assemble the Kingsman. Yeah! 
And what is this to electrocute you? Don't be ridiculous. It's a hand grenade. Shut up. You blew up his head. It's a bit much, isn't it? Begin countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Party! The world is going to shit. Sorry about that. Needed to let off a little steam. Is that lightning? Uh-uh. This is mine. If I save the world, will you give me a kiss? I'll give you more than just a kiss. I'll be right back. kind of yeah not that really cool stuff deadline's reporting though that spielberg is wants to direct chris pratt in the new indiana jones yeah yeah uh, i guess i was reading the article and he's the one who suggested chris pratt for jurassic world so uh because he he's obviously the producer of jurassic world so he i guess he sees something in him and wow. it'd be cool i mean spielberg is he's doing uh what's he filming right now it's some like cold war movie or something isn't he doing that like that big giant thing? Oh, the BFG. Oh, maybe that's his next one. But uh, maybe his Cold War movie is done. Yeah, I don't and know. he's uh, whatever. But that'd be fun. I, I'd like to see Spielberg continue to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the problem with Indiana Jones is the direction. So, but I don't think there's even a script for it. I don't think Chris Pratt's even been officially offered the role, or maybe he has. Could be like Star Wars, where they keep it like, oh, nothing's going on, and then oh, here's the whole cast, and we're start filming next week. So. I will see. I, I think I think Chris Pratt will be good. I don't think uh, I can't think of anything why he couldn't be Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. It's gonna be weird not yeah. seeing Harrison Ford do that role. It is, but I mean, what's he seventy four? <laughs> Harrison Ford. You know, I I don't see why like Chris Pratt does doesn't like just redo Shia LaBeouf's role and then Indiana Jones just yeah. does the Sean Connery role. That oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. That would be sweet. And he doesn't have to be in the movie all that much. He could just be... Yeah, because you could have him be his son. Because, I mean, how old's Chris Pratt? Like 29, 30, 32? 30s, I, I bet. I, I, yeah. Early 30s, he has to be. He can't be that old. Harrison Ford's like 70. Yeah, so, so it's 40 like year different. <laughs> so, yeah. <he laughs> Two be, generations. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think... Well, you know, you'd have... Uh, Let's say the character is like pushing 60. Yeah. Well, so no, it's not, not that far-fetched. Because, I mean, he could be 70 and have a 35-year-old son, 20... Five year difference. That's not that bad. It's close. Yeah, it's close. Thirty five year different. There we go. Math. But no, I think it's. Uh, I think it works something out. I'd, I'd love to see Spielberg return to that world. Uh, no, Bloomkamp, who did um, District Nine, his new movie is going to be a new Alien movie, which is taking place after Prometheus two. So, I guess Prometheus, then Prometheus two, and then. T- the new alien movie, which he wants Sigourney Weaver to be a part of it. Mm. So uh, he has a bunch of uh, concept art online. If you go to his Instagram account, it's, it's pretty cool. It looks like uh, his idea for the story is Ripley goes to the alien homeworld and it's going to destroy it. I think she mentioned something in it about it in aliens or maybe alien three. So it's kind of 
a continuation of that. It'd be fun. He's a cool director. I want to see Chappie. I think Chappie looks cool. So that's. I almost kind of don't believe this story, but we'll see. No, it's. Uh, I think they just said it's true. I think that's. Because at first they showed the art. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, it's just. I was. Yeah, Fox around. just mentioned that that's the new one. You'll have to look it up. I hmm. forget uh, their exact wording behind it. Uh, Mission Impossible 5 has stopped production because they're going to go rewrite and reshoot the ending. Because um, it's kind of weak, I guess. I, yeah, so we'll see. I, you know, sometimes that happens. You know, when you have a big budget movie like that, you can do stuff like that where you see the movie and you're like, hmm, does not work. <laughs> Time to recalibrate. It worked really well for World War Z. So who knows? Um have you seen the original ending to World War Z? In the theater, yeah. No, oh, no, that that's the reshooted ending. Reshot ending is at the uh, World Disease Center, or whatever it's called. Mm. The original ending is boring. You can see it on the Blu-ray. Okay, <laughs> but I won't. Yeah, but you're gonna rush out and see. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. I, I have faith in um, Macquarie and Tom Cruise. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about my Tom Cruise movie this week. I, I watched Legend. Have you seen Legend? I have not. Mm, you're not missing anything. <laughs> uh, it's a Ridley Scott film. It looks really nice. But it's it's in that vibe of... Um, God, you're so gross. Uh, it's in that vibe of Dark Crystal and Labyrinth where everyone thinks they're good movies and they're really not. <laughs> um, but Tim Curry's great as Darkness. He's basically a big Satan character in it. That's about it. Hmm. Tom Cruise plays like an elf boy who saves a girl from Satan. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Not I, bad. I reiterate my argument. Uh, Ridley Scott's so great, yet he's only really done Blade Runner and Alien. <laughs> I don't have an argument for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, it feels weird to say, but I think it might be true. His, his movies look good. Yeah. He obviously knows how to make them, mm-hmm. but what's permeated the pop culture landscape is just those two. Yeah, no, I don't have a disagree. I agree. I think Cause Alien was seventy eight, like, and then Blade uh, yeah. Runner is like eighty two. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Because it went uh, Alien, Blade Runner, then Legend was how his movies came out. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, right. I don't even think Gladiator is that good. Oh, yeah, I guess. But it's, yeah, I think it's a good movie, but it's not something that, like, people are going to midnight movies for. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like I said, it's, I don't think it's that good. I mean, it's good. It's not, it's whatever. Ryan, it was Best Picture of 2000. Oh, yeah, because that matters. Yeah. Yeah, so it was the English Patient. <laughs> uh, they released uh, Jason Moa's character poster for aquaman looks like aquaman yep cool he's gonna unite the seven <laughs> yeah <laughs> um are they the seven seas or the seven justice leaguers it's the justice leaguers duh <laughs> yeah we got it yeah um yeah he looks like aquaman i mean aquaman's not that cool of a character anyways but he might make it cool i mean he looks cool he uh doesn't have the orange shirt and the green pants going on yeah, because that looks stupid. I mean, it's cool. I mean, he has, like, tattoos and stuff that kind of look like his armor, so I think that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, he's already a pretty big guy, so... But you know what? He's not white. He's not pure Aryan white? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Aquaman is. It's so funny. I keep on reading these articles that about Spider-Man being Miles Morales, 
the thing is, is average people don't know who the hell Miles Morales is. You can make Peter Parker black. You just can't name him Miles Morales because no one, everyone's really going, what? Yeah. That's Spider-Man? Peter Parker Spider-Man. If you say Miles Morales, you got to start a new origin story because Miles Morales didn't have his Uncle Ben killed, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah, It's so you so. can't do it. I don't care if Spider-Man's black. Yeah. Just Donald Glover should just do it. Yeah, just make Peter Parker black. You don't have to name him Miles Morales because no one knows who that is. You can give a street nickname if you want. Peter. <laughs> Peter. Uh, big Money. Big Money Parker. <laughs> I forgot to look up the Blu-ray releases. Childish Sorry. Cambino Parker. <laughs> well, I think he's going to be too old because I was reading as well that the they want him to go back to high school. So that might not be in Donald Glover's wheelhouse since he's 30-something. But hey, you know, Toby Maguire was 30-something and he looks, you know, <laughs> like he's still in high school now and he's almost 40. What's next? Ah, this is DVD Blu-ray releases. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Did you I got it up if you Okay. Uh the, the biggest movie is Big Hero 6, which I never got a chance to see, but it's everybody's pick for best animated movie because the Lego movie wasn't nominated. Um, Whiplash, which I'll probably end up getting. Sons of Anarchy, the final season. Uh, horrible Bosses 2. Dude, Dragonheart 3. I didn't know there was a Dragonheart 2. I don't think either of the sequels have Sean Connery in it. I, I know they don't. Um, I, Didn't he retire from acting? Mm-hmm. The Majestic on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, I'll be getting that. Uh, Bruce I, Campbell in it. He, he, very sh- a little bit of Bruce Campbell. A little bit. Uh, from Scream Factory, I have pre-ordered New Year's Evil, which is an okay slasher film. But when it gets a Scream Factory treatment, it usually makes things better. You can get the Ohio State National Champions uh, Blu-ray if you're so inclined. Basic Instinct and Total Recall are getting re-releases. It says Total Recall is a special edition, but... It, it doesn't have any special features listed, so I don't know. Um, a re-release of First Blood. Basically, new cover art, I guess, to make it look better. I hope the new Rambo is called Last Blood. That'd be sweet. Or the final drop of blood. Unbelievable. That was my Sylvester Stallone. That's that pretty was, good. Yeah. That's really awesome, what I just did. And I'm just making sure we're not missing anything. Dun, 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 dun. Man, it's really like I keep on hoping that there's something silly at the bottom, but I'm not seeing anything. Oh, Joe Cocker has a DVD coming out called The Legend. It is the least selling release of next week. It is the very bottom. So I guess that not very many people cared that he died. I don't think uh, stuff is ranked on those pages. It's usually just how they uh, entered it chronologically. Uh, I thought it was based on best-selling. What do you know? You know nothing. I know nothing. This is a comic book you should read this week. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. Don't go dying on me, Brad. My eyes don't want to stay open. (laughs) Uh, You should pick up Darth Vader, number one. It's really good. Um, it takes place right after uh, episode four, 
and he has to answer to the emperor why the Death Star is no more. And he's sent to Jabba the Hutt to recruit people. And Vader goes there ahead of his official mission and recruits bounty hunters to kill people. It's pretty awesome. should definitely pick it up. I think the second issue comes out in two weeks. The first issue, you might be able to still find some. When I picked up the comics last week through Andrew, he said he might have one Darth Vader left for me. And he gave me one of them. So hopefully you can find it. Nice. It's fun. Um, I didn't know if I'd like a Star Wars comic, but if it's done like that, it's pretty cool. And I think it's a, a limited series because I don't know how much you can really focus on Darth Vader, but it's do you, fun. Do you think they'll uh, start crossing over Marvel characters with, in the Star Wars universe? I don't know. I don't think it'll work at all. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, probably. Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess some of it could work. I guess Star-Lord could fit in that pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're done really well. They have really good creative teams on it. The art's really good in it. Um, and it has a really... When you're reading it, you can hear Vader's voice saying his dialogue, which I think helps. Sometimes when you get licensed comics, uh, the Army of Darkness comics are the big ones where you really don't hear Bruce Campbell talking. It's mm-hmm. someone who thinks they can sound like Bruce Campbell. Um, so yeah, I would definitely pick up Darth Vader. It's pretty interesting. Um, and this is the box office stats for this week. This is the box office stats. 50 Shades of Grey, $85 million over the weekend. Come so, on, people. Software porn. I'm going to go see that with my wife next week. Yeah? Yeah, she wants to see it. Like, I want to see that shit. And uh, Kingsman, which we saw, made $36.2 million, which is actually pretty good. They didn't know how well it would do, and it did pretty well. So, maybe a sequel. Who knows? Probably not. I don't know if that movie really lends itself. I guess it does. Well, it's based on a comic book, right? So yeah. So, if there's a comic book sequel, then maybe they, maybe they will rip that one off. And, you know, Mark Miller is always up for crazier ideas, so there you go. This week, we went and saw Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Brad, do people go see Hot Tub Time Machine 2? I guess it's, uh, as far as I remember, not as funny as the original, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, I did not. I thought it was boring. I kept on waiting for it to fucking end. Um, here's a trailer for Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Four years ago, these best friends discovered a hot tub time machine. It's the fucking 80s, guys! But what they did in the past would change our world. Was it morally wrong for me to exploit my knowledge of the future for personal financial gain? He's calling himself the father of the internet? I'm the father of the fucking internet. Ever since I wrote Let's Get It Started back in 86, I've been on a roll. Hey, Nick, rip off any pop stars lately? Today, I recorded an original piece. You say I only hear what I want to. Okay, it was a Lisa Loeb song. And that hot tub really turned it all around. Yeah, I don't feel like anything bad's gonna happen. Dude, he's been shot. You're the dick! You don't have to touch it that hard. My hand is acting as a tourniquet! Oh, well, you work his dick, whatever. Uh, he needs more time. Then we'll give him more time. Oh... Holy shit. We gotta stop the killer before he shoots Lou. We get blackout drunk, we wake up back in time. Don't mess with the wind formula, huh?
Scandinavian gay bar. How far back do we go? 2024. We went 10 years into the future. You look like a minor Tyler Perry character. You look like Gandalf the Poor. I kind of like this. You look like Billy Zane's dick. Except not as pretty. That's fair. Wait, why are you alive? I think what that means is the killer is from the future. We're here to stop your murder. Like Terminator. You think everything is like Terminator? Because everything is like Terminator. Who in the future will want to kill you? I don't know. I treat everyone with respect and kindness. Hey, Lou. America! What is that? It's just like baby aspirin. Except more of a super high-intensity psychotropic drug trip. Bye-bye. The future is insane. Thank you. Boobs. Think that I'll hold you till later? Yeah. Boobs! I think this may be my house now. This is a classic alternate reality situation. Like Fringe. Nerd. You're nerd. a fucking nerd. nerd. You're a fucking nerd. And nerd. no one likes you. Point no one likes you. Hot Tub Time Machine 2. The hot tub doesn't take you where you want to go. It takes you where you need to go. Patriot Lou. You guys gotta come with me. Why? We gotta make America happen, bro. No, you're not gonna be super welcome there, but, but we should totally go. Yeah, I, I could not get into this movie at all. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I mean, there's some some bits in it that I thought were really funny. When Craig Robinson is basically just ripping off songs that other people have written that he said he's written, and you know he has that you say. I only hear what I want to hear. And then he says, oh, hey, Lisa Loeb. Oh, wow, you know my name? I'm just the crazy cat wrangler. And it's really Lisa Loeb. <laughs> that stuff's funny. Um, I feel violated. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the premise is that uh, Lou uh, pisses enough people off that uh, he gets his dick shot off at yeah. a party. <laughs> and so uh, his son and uh, Craig Robinson use the dot of time machine to go back and find out who his murderer is and crazy hijinks ensue, including a smart car that tries to kill him. Yeah. It's um, just weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and most two, of it's just the, most of the movies, just the banter um, between the three characters. Yeah. But I mean, there's some stuff that just doesn't make any sense. You know, when they go to the future and his son, what was his son's name? I know was, the actor's Clark Duke. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember his name. Jacob. Just, uh, just saw the movie, too. Yeah. Jacob and his wife, Sophia, is just walking around topless, doesn't care that there's other people there. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think it's a, just an excuse to put boobs in the movie. I think so, too. But, I mean, not she's beautiful, but I'm, it's just weird. And things, I don't know. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I, I didn't think it was that funny. I mean, mm. I kept on waiting to laugh, and I was, didn't really laugh at all. I mean, uh, maybe... I mean, there's a couple little parts in it. They go on this game show called Choosy Doozy. And Christian Slater's, Christian the, host. Slater's the host. And he's not funny at all in it. And they they have, they give like five things from audience participation on what they want to do. And Lou says, fuck a dude. And that one wins. And <laughs> but so, what he doesn't know is that the person who suggests yeah. the winning category 
has to perform engage. it. Yeah. So it's a virtual reality thing where they f- they fuck each other, but then uh, he hits a lifeline, and then Adam Scott's character gets pulled down in there, and he has uh, sex with Craig Robinson, and he's like, I ejaculated into you, like all into you. And he, I don't know. I felt like a Buick inside of me. <laughs> That's right. My dick's a Buick. <laughs> like something like that's funny, but I don't know. I could not get into the movie at all. Because uh, the rest of it is just random stuff. You know, it's not. They're trying to solve his murder, but. I don't know. Just whatever. I was uh, surprised. I thought the movie was going to be them jumping through many different times, mm-hmm. but this whole thing turned out to be only in the future. Um. So that was odd. Until the end, I mean. Yeah. Then, but then, you know, they went back and it didn't make any sense what they were trying to do. I mean, there was some funny... I mean, that part was funny when they saved Abraham Lincoln and then there's a selfie of them with an iPhone and they left the iPhone in the past. <laughs> That's funny. But, um, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like a comedy. You can't... Whatever. Yeah, nothing else to add, Brad. Why yeah. you think uh, people should go out and see it? I like I said, I thought you know, just the dialogue between all the characters was really funny. Um, the plot isn't terribly interesting, but uh, you know, when they spend like two minutes uh, just ad libbing descriptions of Clark Duke's character, like you look like an egg that gave birth to another egg. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Some of those comments are funny. Yeah, some of funny. I mean. Yeah, that's the problem though. It's it's like there's nothing sustained. I mean, we there's a picture in Lou's house where he's fucking a tiger, and so when they get in the future, it's Jake and it's his dog just standing there. And Lou says, "What are you doing with that dog? He's just standing there. You're not even fucking it." <laughs> and he says, "Why would I be fucking the dog?" <laughs> I mean, stuff like that's funny, but it's like fleeting moments. And I didn't think the movie was that good, so hmm. I just had a hard time getting into it. You also have to mention uh, Steel Panther. Song oh, yeah, movie. Steel Panther, 17 girls in a row. As soon as it started, it's like, oh, sweet. I saw where they'd make like a cameo there performing at his party, but right. was not to be. But that's okay. Um, So, yeah, next week we're seeing either Focus or The Lazarus Effect. Hmm. Um, I think The Lazarus Effect looks more fun, but... What week is uh, It Follows? I think that's March 13th. Yes. Hmm. In Limited. Actually, I want to see all three movies March 13th. Cinderella, Run All Night, and It Follows. Hmm. You know which one I, I want to see? I keep on looking for it. It's called uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. I, why the fuck is it not here? Because it's not out yet. It's been it's out, like come out other places, though. It yeah. pisses me off. When you make a British movie, it comes out in Britain first. <laughs> it's bullshit, but it looks awesome. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a vampire movie made by the guys who did Flight of the Concords, Yep. And it's really silly. It's and like they, a mockumentary of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and they have one dude who lives with them who's a cool guy so they don't kill him. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. So next week, who knows? Uh, I don't know. Focus looks boring to me. It does, but it might be our only. Well, What's the Lazarus effect? Lazarus effect has Olivia Wilde Ooh. where yeah, she good. where she dies and comes back as like a demon. I have to do that then. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather see Olivia Wilde. Well, Margot Robbie. We saw plenty of her in Wolf of Wall Street. Margot Robbie's pretty cute too, though. But then I have to pretend I like Will Smith, and I don't know if I can do that. Bye.
Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.